Wake up your bedroom with these tips. Welcome to Decorating Tips and Tricks. I'm Anita Joyce with Kelly Wilkness. Bedroom refresh. This is going to be a good one if you're wanting to give your bedroom some fresh style. Yeah, your bedroom should not only be refreshed, but you should feel refreshed when you leave your bedroom in the morning. So make it a sanctuary. Make it a place of rest, a beautiful place for you to unwind at the end of a day. And we know everybody's days are busy. Um, so we're going to give you some ideas today to freshen it up, make it at the sanctuary that you deserve. And these tips are pretty easy. I've got a lot of uh, thoughts on this. So where would you like to start, Kelly? I want everyone to think of their bedroom as this special place where, you know, you just, you recharge your battery. It shouldn't be the last place you think about in terms of decor. It shouldn't be a landing place for all the laundry. It shouldn't be a spot where things just get stacked up. It really shouldn't be a place where work gets done. If you can avoid that, if you've got any other space to have a little at-home office or desk, put it someplace else, not in your bedroom. Science tells you that. Psychology tells you that. Common sense tells you that. So I would start from there. If there's anything going on in your bedroom that shouldn't be going on in your bedroom, try to make that leave and go someplace else and find another place to do it. Find another place to fold the laundry and whatnot. And for years, I did that as well, especially when my kids were littler. So if you have a little kids, which so many of our listeners do, today might not be the day that you can reclaim your bedroom as a sanctuary, but keep it as a goal. It took me a long time to get there. It's still something I work on all the time because it is tempting just to, you know, sort of chuck the laundry on the bed. And then I re- I always remember at like 9.30 or 10.30 when I'm coming up to bed that I didn't fold any of it. <laughs> well, usually, yeah. When you look at your bed, that's when you realize, oh, I took the sheets off and I didn't put oh, the new ones oh, on yet. <laughs> and, I'm so, and I'm too tired to do it now. Yes. Well, and what I'm thinking about what you're saying, Kelly, is if there's a lot of things that I agree with you should not be There shouldn't be clutter and mess in your bedroom. This should be a relaxing place to go. But if you are forced with having some things in there that are kind of unsightly, I highly recommend that you get some beautiful fabric or wicker baskets, some sort of storage option to put that stuff away. So at least it's just not all sitting out because that really does can, that really does cause stress and it can really drive up your cortisol levels. Uh, It does affect your health, and it's really important, especially in your bedroom, that it be relaxing. Yeah, you don't want to have the first thing that you see when you open up and your eyes in the morning is that pile of laundry or those files you need to go through or things like that. So, you know, that that's... It's, again, one of those things that's easier said than done. But really, if that's going on in your room, take a hard look before you you get going on the decor tips that we're going to give you today. You know, make sure that you've kind of cleaned the slate of the bedroom. And it what's going on in there is for sleeping, for relaxing, for unwinding, and for a little self-care rather than chores. Right. And a lot of people like to change their bedding up, darker, heavier fabrics for the winter. You can have... A two or three euro size ones. And then in front of it, you can have two, like say 20 by 20 decoratives and then maybe a lumbar. And maybe all you ever switch out are the two 20 by 20s and the lumbar. So really you can, in a sense, change the, uh, the look of the room dramatically by just changing those three pillow covers. 
That's right. And, you know, I keep a neutral oatmeal colored long drop linen bedspread on my bed year round. But what I change out is what's folded up at the foot of the bed. For the winter, I actually do a duvet uh, folded up at the foot of the bed. Uh, Rarely is it cold enough for us to actually use a duvet, but I really like a little something folded up at the foot of the bed. And then I kind of match my pillows on the bed with whatever thing I have at the foot of the bed. And that's what I change You're out. You're going to be surprised to hear that I do the same thing. So. Stop it! Yeah, so in addition to the pillows that I was talking about, which you probably have pillows too, I know you do, it just takes a couple of minutes. You unzip the covers and zip the other ones on, and then you're done. Yeah, I actually still have a br- brown velvet bed skirt from when I had the red bedroom. Yeah. When I had everything in red, so I still have that. But, you know, it was such a nice piece. I didn't, I'm just saving it for, at some point I thought, oh, I might want to use it for some reason. It was just really, you know, not cheap, so I'm keeping it. Yeah, and that could, you Mm -hmm. could work that in with your neutrals and things like that. I think so. Yeah, so if you have a base like that, then it is so easy to switch it in and out. You just kind of how we're saying if you have a neutral base throughout your home, it's so easy to switch it in and out. So your bed is sort of akin to your sofa or, you know, any of the other rooms that we're talking about and having you just be able to take one puzzle piece out and put another one in and really change the look. So you now know, it's you- interesting you say mm-hmm. that because I was just thinking my rug is neutral, the chairs and the bed are all neutrals. But the room is full of color because I've added the throws and the pillows everywhere. So, and the artwork, and that's so easy to change that out. And that's a, a great way to be able to change, completely change out your look with the seasons if you want. Yeah. If you have one of those bedding sets where everything matches, maybe this is the season where you decide to take one of those pieces out put that away for a little while and mix in a solid or mix in a coordinating fabric. Like uh, if you've got florals, maybe you do a stripe or something like that. I would suggest you break up that set, even if that means just throwing bed scarf at the end. Now, Mm -hmm. I think the bed scarf is something that we should talk about because it's kind of like a weird item. I'm I'm strangely drawn to them, but I think they're kind (laughs) of dumb at the same time. So I'm not really sure how I feel about them, but it's a very inexpensive way to change up a look. Uh, Less money, less commitment. So if anyone's not familiar, a bed scarf is kind of like everything we've been talking about, whether it be a throw or a quilt at the end of your bed, but it's really just one uh, layer in a sense. It's not, you don't need to fold it because it really is only maybe... It's like two feet. I was going to say 24 to 36 Mm. tops. And usually it would have some sort of ending, like a ruffle or something at the end. And it just kind of lays at the end of your bed. So just as you know what it looks like, Mm -hmm. a table runner. Good. Yes. I think that's kind of what it is. And you know, I'm a table runner for your bed. That would be one of the things that Peter would be like, (laughs) and what? And where do I, like when I take the pillows up there, like, where do I put this? Where is this? What do is I wrap this? it? I'd, I'd see him like come out of the shower with it wrapped around his neck, like a real scarf. Like, what do you do with this thing? Why is this scarf on my bed? <laughs> well, I know. And you know, the thing about the bed spark- scarf, I get it because I really like a little blast of color at the, or a blast of interest at the foot of my bed. My problem with the bed skirts is they feel a little skimpy to me. Yeah. And I just really wanted to have a little bit of bulk. And what I have at the foot of my bed now is really this French bedspread, or actually, I think it's actually, to be honest with you, it's a linen sheet that's French. 
but it's folded up. So it has a little bit of heft to it, not a lot, but I feel like you would, I want something that looks like it's big enough to have spread across the entire bed, even if it really isn't. So I think if the bed scarf looks too skimpy, I'm really not crazy about it, but if it's at least maybe folded once, then I could go for it. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you're saying. That's true. And I think maybe the fabric would play into that too. I saw something recently. I took my daughter to this really cool new area in LA called um, DTLA, the row. And they took over all these old factories that were just completely in shambles and made this really interesting destination spot for restaurants and shops. And they have events down there and stuff. And they just had the really coolest home stores. And they were showing bed scarves in this one shop and they were mohair, which I'm, oh, a, I'm attracted wow. to, but it's probably like a little itchy. It wouldn't be like, I would not but see, that that's got a little only. more thickness to right. it. That makes a little more sense to me. Yeah. And that they were showing those and they were probably somewhere like 30 inches wide at the end of the beds on linen, the really lovely textured linen that we adore. It was all monochromatic. So one was just this really lovely rose colored pink and then they had some grays and this beautiful, beautiful blue. And it, oh, it was just really, really pretty. So even if you had something like that, like say you had an old blanket, I have some that I've picked up that are kind of odd. You're like, is it a shawl? Was it a blanket? You know, it's kind of <laughs> a weird shape. Right. That could be something just to try at the end of your bed. Well, what you're bringing up too, I think is something very critical, especially if you have a neutral room. And that is to add texture to your room. It adds depth. It adds interest. uh, It just, you want something that has a little more texture. Uh, You know, you don't want everything to be the same exact fabric. So the mohair, I can just picture all that beautiful texture and thickness to it and softness on top of a linen um, duvet or whatever they had underneath it. And so to me, that is kind of the epitome of different textures put together. And so I think that's really something that isn't talked about a lot, but it really adds so much depth to a room. Oh yeah. Different textures, different fabrics that all work together is really the ideal way to do it. Exactly. And another thing I want to talk about is this artwork above the bed, because I Mm. really think this is a lot harder to get right than uh, it seems. It is because of the complication of the headboard. Well, there's the headboard and then, you know, it's an, I think it's like the rug thing. I think people feel like, I know the bigger would look better, but I can't afford that. So I'm going to get the smaller one. Mm -hmm. And so people end up with something small above their bed and mm, it's not quite right scale wise. So instead of getting something bigger, they go, I'm going to add some more there. And then it's Uh all cluttered. Then there's too much there. And it just doesn't look right. So I think it's really important to kind of look at that scale. And quite frankly, I'm fine with the look of nothing above the bed. And I'd rather see nothing than really something maybe sized inappropriately. So I don't know how you feel You don't want to do anything inappropriate in that bedroom. (laughs) Be careful where you tread. No, I agree. Some, you know, and if you're going to go really small, yeah, if you're going to be really, really small, like do something really purposely small, like, you know, right, like, like that's really mirror. on purpose. Yeah. Like, oh, right. this is a really important piece of art or something like that. But that just something that's sort of like mid-sized and wrong. Mm-hmm. No, just no, no. slightly too small. And you're like, what? 
Yeah. And then and it's so, like, oh, should I add something on one side or oh, maybe I should add something on the other side? And then all of a sudden you have all these things. Yeah. Right. But it's hard to get something even that big. So sometimes you can get a big plaque or something. I used to have a big plaque above my bed and then I changed it out for four botanical prints that were about that size mm-hmm. that are about the width of my bed. But you could go with two large um, kind of coordinating canvas prints. I've seen mm-hmm. that done beautifully or one large one or even three that kind of go together. But now that you've gone, once you go to three, it's really hard to find three that kind of work together. So it's easier to find two or just to go with the one. This is a great place to add something dramatic, something with some color and something really striking. So don't overlook this as a a real opportunity to add some personality to your room. And if you do want the three, search for triptychs, which is, you know, definitely would hone your Google search, uh, triptych art. So that's going to be art in purposefully in three pieces. I have that actually above Elisa's bed. Mm-hmm. It's actually, yeah, it was like they took one painting and then put it on three canvases. So they were meant to go together, obviously. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Instead of trying to find three things that are like, oh, three botanical prints, but I'm not, you know, if you don't like the colors or you're like, oh, they only have two kinds of flowers. You don't want to have a repeat or something like that. Another thought for air quote art above your bed is to actually create something on that wall that would act as some interest and also the headboard. So it really would depend on the style of your room and the way it's set up and where your bed is placed. But if that wall that your bed is on can sort of handle this, if there's like, you know, a natural end to the wall and doesn't have any maybe additional doorways or something like that, if it's just solid wall, you can adorn the wall with planking, shiplot, horizontal, vertical. You could do uh, some of the adhesive wallpaper. Mm-hmm. You Louvered could doors. even do... Yeah. I was thinking in a room, you know, so oftentimes bedrooms, even if it is the master, it's just kind of like a square room. And so if it's just a square, that's kind of boring, right? So what you could do is you could do wainscoting around the entire room, like the flat board kind, or you could do the beadboard kind. And if you did it high enough where it came above the mattress, when it came behind the bed, then you know how that would have a natural molding on the top of it, you know, sort of a small ledge. You could add a shelf over that portion that was above the bed, and then you could lean art there, or you could put oh, family great photos idea. there. Just be careful like it doesn't fall on you. In right. The night. Yeah, definitely <laughs> a- attach you it. Bolt somehow. it on some way. Right. Right. So that would bring interest to the entire room and then obviate the need for a headboard. Here's an idea for a headboard and art at the same time is to hang a rug back there, a really beautiful rug. You can just Mm -hmm. hang it back there. There's your headboard. There's your art. Boom, you're done. That's a great idea. We couldn't bring you decorating tips and tricks without our sponsors. So let me share with you who they are today. Life is better when we're together, especially at holiday time. If you're gathering your friends and family this time of year, Set the tone with a gorgeous invitation from Evite. Evite makes your gatherings all the more special. They have thousands of free invitation options to choose from that are fully customizable. It only takes a few minutes to create and send, plus they offer RSVP tracking. Free and fabulous for sure. And I'm using Evite to invite 
a very special group of my friends over. I really enjoyed scrolling through all of the gorgeous options that Evite has to offer and choosing the perfect one to set the tone for my event. Evite is helping to make my celebration feel extra special and they can help you too. Head over to evite.com DTT to choose from thousands of design options to create and send invitations for free. That's evite, E-V-I-T-E dot com slash D-T-T. evite.com slash D-T-T. Millions of people have improved their mental health and their outlook on life with the help of BetterHelp. BetterHelp is convenient, affordable, and professional online counseling. It is not self-help. If you're suffering from anything that's impeding your happiness, whether it be job stresses, family issues, grief, anything that is stopping you from living your best life, the counselors at BetterHelp can assist you in getting back on track and being the best you you can be. BetterHelp is there for you day in, day out, because it's online counseling. So take charge of your mental health like so many millions of others have already done. Head to BetterHelp, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com, slash D-T-T, to receive 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com, slash D-T-T, for 10% off your first month. You have the symptoms, Bonafide has the solutions. Bonafide is here to provide women with naturally powerful remedies to safely treat the natural symptoms that occur throughout our lives, from PMS to menopause and everything else along the way. So give Bonafide a try today. There are no hormones in any Bonafide product and no prescription is required. You'll get real relief without compromise. And you can also get 20% off your first purchase when you subscribe to any product. Go to HelloBonafide.com and use our promotion code DTT. That's HelloBonafide, B-O-N-A-F-I-D-E.com and use the code DTT for 20% off at checkout. This is the best price on Bonafide subscriptions you'll get anywhere and you'll also receive free shipping when you go to HelloBonafide.com and use the code DTT. We'll make it super easy and have a clickable link in our show notes for your convenience. And be sure to enter our giveaway celebrating the 500th episode by giving one of you a free consult with Anita and I. All you need to do is leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. There's instructions in the show notes on how to do that. We'll announce the winner on January 12th using your Apple Podcast handle. Thanks in advance for that and good luck. You know, another thing that I think about for a bedroom is this is where you're getting ready for the day. So I love the idea of having a nice, beautiful mirror in here that you can use uh, for getting ready. And I always like to add this tip, make sure it's kind of leaning against the wall, bolt it, you know, somehow attach it so it's not going to fall over and hurt anybody. But if you lean it where the top is closer to the wall than the bottom, it's going to make you look thinner when you look into it. Wait, let me write that one down again. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, but it's, but you know, what a great way to add something really beautiful to your room too. And I like that, oh, I don't have to actually hang it on the wall. So you don't have to put in the heavy, you know, bolts in the sheetrock and everything. So just something to keep it from tipping forward. 
That's a lot easier to do. Yeah, it is because I really worry about um, hanging big, heavy things, particularly since I have a lot of the lathe and plaster walls. It's, oh, it's yeah. really a chore. So that's a nice option. There are a lot of great leaning mirrors out there. You know, we're talking about breaking up sets of bedroom bedding, but also if you have furniture that's matching, this is a great time to rethink that. Um, really gone are the days when rooms are decorated that way. In fact, you know, kind of when you see like those things that come like the penny savers or just those like those little newspaper things that come in the mail still, which boggles my mind. That's a whole nother thing. Why you still get that junk in the mail, but you know, and it's always like bedroom set, you know, $1,300 and it's everything matches, you know, the headboard's the same color as the, the two end tables. And then there's a dresser and then there's another dresser with a mirror. Like no one's really decorating like that anymore. So if you want to freshen it up, a good idea is to take one or more of those pieces out. The easiest ones to take out would be the nightstands and just change them up to something different. Maybe a mirrored table, maybe something with glass, maybe a garden stool, you know, depending on what your needs are for A rolling cart, a dresser, a chair. Mm -hmm. There's so many things that you can use. You really are, and just any kind of table, really. Yeah. 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 So I think that's a great idea. And again, it's just going to make it so personalized for you. You don't want people to walk in and say, you know, and, and it to feel like a furniture showroom. Mm-hmm. When I first got married, I thought, what's the problem with that? Because I thought, well, that looks so much better than what I have. I'd rather it look like than a furniture showroom than, than, than not. But now, you know, I realize, oh, it's kind of impersonal and it doesn't, you know, show the personality. So that's why you want to kind of mix it up and show some creativity. And that's the kind of thing that you'll really enjoy that you came up with this creative thing to add to the room. It's fun to do. And you'll just smile every time you look at it. And I think it just makes for a a better put together room. And it's like you said, Kelly, it's just not what's done now. You know, another thing I'm thinking about, if you have wood floors or tile floors, it seems like not a lot of people do the rug under the bed. And I think it's because it feels like it's such a waste because so much of the rug is not seen under the bed. But I think it's really something worth trying because if you do have a rug there, it adds really so much interest to the room, especially if you have kind of neutrals. I love the idea of having kind of a simple fabrics on the bed, but then having kind of a more uh, patterned or colorful uh, rug underneath. I think that's a beautiful look. I've been looking at rugs for this project I've got going and uh, found some pretty good buys. I think you and I both bought from overstock.com. Yeah. Uh, for rugs and they've got some pretty deep discounts on some of them. Yeah. So you might be surprised, especially if you do sisal. I mean, that's going to be not as expensive. I think also those family photos. You to tell people to dump them? No, no, no. I think it's a great place for them. Okay. You know, we talked You're about the fam- nervous there. No, no. We talked about the family photos. So about how you, maybe you wanted to unify the frames and instead of having 14 of them, maybe you have three or five or something like that. Well, maybe if you took some of them out of your living room, move some of them into your bedroom. It's the perfect place for personalization. So think about those or black and whites would be great grouped together. Even over your bed could be great if you had a number of them, which would fill that space. Yeah, I I think that's a great place. And I was just thinking too, when we were talking about the bed skirts, there's so many different bed skirts now. So I think sometimes people get bored with that. You may have, that's kind of the thing that people put on their beds and they don't think again 
about it for a long time. I mean, I realized that I had this bed skirt because it doesn't show with when the bed is made. But right, so not to just so everybody's listening. We were talking about the bed scarf before the controversial, potentially controversial bed scarf. This is the bed skirt, aka or the dust ruffle. Dust yeah. ruffle, right? right. Anita does not ruffle. like dust ruffle. I, well, I don't like that term because it just implies that it's dusty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe it's not. Maybe and you're maybe a better housekeeper not. than I am. <laughs> It also, dusty. <laughs> let's just get rid of that whole term because maybe you don't have a ruffle. You know, maybe well, it's a tailored dust ruffle and then it's really not a ruffle at all. That's why I like the term bed skirt also. But that's what I was going to suggest. I, if you go look, you probably have a ruffled bed skirt on there right now. And now the kind of the more tailored ones are in style. So I bought a linen tailored one that has the ties on it. It's so charming. It was such a fresh look. So, I mean, this is an easy way, too, to kind of change out the look of your bed is to kind of change out that, you know, bed skirt or dust ruffle. And actually, the ones I got for the girls' room, uh, for my daughter's room at the group home, I got some cotton wall uh, dust ruffles or bed skirts. And they are ruffled, but they're the wall means it's it's a lighter fabric and it's much more, it's a much fuller ruffle than a normal ruffle. Oh, pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's a nice thing. That you could change it up or go with a different color or, you know, just kind of change it out. Maybe it's something you just change out with the seasons again. No, I think you're absolutely right. And that's a place where people th- also think like, oh yeah, you know, I could just get the cheaper one. But the cheapy ones tell. don't look good. Yeah. So if you don't have one at all and you can see the frame of your bed, I would consider adding one because it really, really does make a difference. It's like, you know, it's kind of one of those things like eyebrows. You're like, you don't really think about it. But then when it's not there, you're like, that's weird. It looks There's something well, right. missing. Well, but here's the thing too. Even if you have a bedspread like I do where it doesn't show when the bed is made, you don't, you live there. You don't want to be seeing anything. You don't want to be seeing a metal frame when you're getting into bed or stuff stored under your bed. So put something on there to make it look pretty for you getting into bed every night. Right. Because we're back to the whole thing that it's a sanctuary for you. So yeah, it should be beautiful. So yeah, I would definitely, if you don't have one, add one. And if you've had one on there forever, and I think Anita is it's got a great point there. It's oftentimes the thing. You might think of new sheets. You might think of decorative pillows, but maybe you don't think of that. It just sits there. It is a beast to change if you've got the kind where you have to slide it all under. And the, if you have a king like I do and you have to take mm. the, you know, usually, it's a you know, person you job to call a friend. But I always, yeah. Yeah. I do but it by myself, the ones but it's a mess. That, um, you know, can like Velcro on or things like that. So there are there's other so options. New, yeah. There's so many new ones like that. And uh, it's interesting because some of these newer ones, you don't need to know the drop of your bed because every cur- every mattress is a little different height and every foundation and the legs on the bed. So it's hard to get that length exactly right. But a lot of these kind of attach on uh, on the outside now. So you don't really have to get that height exactly right. You can just kind of put it on, you know, wherever you want it. And what I wanted to add here too is sometimes the bed doesn't look very luxurious because it's not very tall. And I've noticed that. And it's so easy to fix this. If you can do a bed skirt, you just get those, uh, they're plastic kind of little things to put the legs on and you can get them whatever height you want. And then you just cover it up with your bedspread or your, your bed skirt. And then that you can use that to make your bed a little bit taller. Have you ever used those? No. 
Well, you know what? I think I did use those at our old house before I got a new uh, headboard. And Mm -hmm. I think I did. I'm trying to remember now. It was a while back. But it's a great thing to use if you need it. No, it's really smart. And, you know, I know it's not really feng shui uh, and all of that to have stuff under your bed. But, you know, the reality is sometimes you have to have stuff under your bed um, because you don't have other storage. So that gives you a place to do that in a more comfortable way than kind of stuffing everything under there. Good idea. Okay, let's look up for a second. How about a ceiling treatment? Again, particularly in a bedroom that's just Mm -hmm. a square room. uh, And when you're laying on the bed, you might be looking up sometimes. So do something interesting on the ceiling. I have that that paneling that I just couldn't stop doing, the wooden paneling on my bedroom ceiling. And we have it in several of those places in the house. And it has added such interest there. I painted it the solid opaque white in most of the other rooms. But in the bedroom, I decided to do a whitewash. And it's really, really pretty. It just adds another dimension. Doing that on the ceiling made such a difference. You could wallpaper the ceiling. You could paint it a different color. You could do the paneling. You could put up adhesive wallpaper that you could change. You could texture it a different way. There's lots of things that you could do to the ceiling to make it an interesting part of the room and really add a unique touch to it. I think that's a great idea. And for a room that is small that you really can't do much else to, that's a fabulous way to add interest. And, you know, you're probably going to look up more often because there isn't as much else to see in the room. I think that's a great idea. And another idea, if you have more space to work with, is to put a bench at the foot of the bed. It, it adds some beauty to the room. That's a place where you can put the pillows when you're in bed. It's a place to sit to put your shoes on. And it just looks pretty when you're looking at the bed. So that's certainly something I try to do a lot when I'm working on a bedroom. Now, I was able to add add a bench. Now, it is a short bench. I wasn't sure that I was going to like it. I would... It's definitely more bench than it's not an ottoman. It would be too tall for that. Like if you were sitting on a chair using it, your legs would be elevated. So it's definitely more of a bench. I bought it at a yard sale or estate sale. Uh, I love it. It's metal in the bottom and it's uh, white fur on the top. And it, for whatever reason, there were two of them still with the tags on them. So maybe some the woman who had the estate sale bought them and then decided they weren't for her. So they're in perfect condition. So I could not pass it up. I, Did I, you have two or just one? I, you know, of course I wished I had bought two of them because then I got home and <laughs> my daughter was like, I love that. And yeah. I was like, this is mine. So, you know, I should have yeah. bought two of them since it was like $15 or something like that. Oh, stop I it. know. I should have bought two of them, but I thought, well, you know, getting them in my car. Because was- then you can just give it to a friend if you don't end up using it for 15 bucks. Give it to a friend. I wonder who she's talking about, you guys. <laughs> oh, I'm too far away. Too I'm far not talking away. about me. If I lived close, of course, I would say, why would you not get it? I should have bought both of them. It was one of those things where you just, re- you regret it the minute you pull away. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I just have to be grateful I got the one. And I, I said, well, I think too, because I wasn't sure if it was going to work. And I was like, oh, if it doesn't work in my room, I can put it somewhere else. And I, you know, I didn't want to be like, if neither one of them work, then I have to find two places for them. So, so don't think you have to get a really long bench because the bench at the end of the bed really is nice, particularly if you don't have a footboard on your bed. A chair is a great thing. Even the most petite little chair, even if it's not an upholstery chair, although upholstery chair is very nice for a bedroom. It's just a place where you can bring in more texture and bring in more color. 
Yeah. And, you know, at the foot of the bed too, if you don't want a bench, you could put a basket there. I've done that a lot. Oh, yeah. Or a trunk. I mean, just something. It's great to have that extra storage there. Yeah. Just to round up, if you were going to do a bedroom refresh on a budget, three new pillows. So those two squares and the lumbar, something folded at the bottom of the bed could just be a big throw quilt that matches and coordinates with those pillows a vase of flowers, and or a plant. I mean, really, if that's all you have the time or the resources or the energy to do, do that and you will completely change your room. Oh, great tip. And another thing that you can do, doesn't cost a thing, rearrange your furniture in the room. Oh, yeah. And, you know, one thing that I have done is to put a bed on a diagonal. And that's kind of a fun look. So you might try that. And it doesn't, it's not, uh, it sounds weird, but you might like it in your room. Just try it and see if you like it. Get the sliders, move your furniture around. If you don't like it, you can put everything back the way it was. That's a good one. Yeah. So Anita, what's the DTT divine for today? One of my favorite things, a Berger chair. Oh, I do love those chairs. (laughs) They're so pretty. And, you know, we think of them as kind of a beautiful chair, but maybe not the most comfortable chair in the room. But ironically, when they were first invented or designed, this was the most comfortable chair in the room. They were originally designed in the 18th century, and they were designed to be the most comfortable chair. So they were for more extended lounging and not just for a meal. Uh, They have an upholstered back, a seat frame, armrests, a loose cushion, and exposed frames. But it's definitely a French chair. There are three types. That was news to me. I didn't know that. There's the Berger a la Reine, which has a square back and typically straight legs. Then there's the Berger in Gabrolet, which has the rounded back, and it's a little bit a lower back, uh, and it has lower arms. And then there's the Berger Marquis, which has the low curved back and seamlessly connects to the arms. Oh, I have to go downstairs and look. I don't. I I definitely don't have straight legs. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm looking at a Berger chair in my room right now. So yeah, there's different. There's definitely different styles, and this is kind of a description for you know. There's several that fit into this category. So it's it's kind of a broad range of styles. But it's, I mean, it's all French, but I mean, there's actually several different looks you can have. Thus, the three types. So there you go. Very interesting. So what is your crush? My crush is a book. I love this author. I discovered her a couple of months ago, and I have already shared her as a crush once before for her first book that I knew of, A Three Dog Life, A Memoir. The author is Abigail Thomas, and I just felt like I made a friend and loved walking around listening to her. I was listening to it on Audible. I also bought a copy of the book. That's how good it is. I just wanted to have it in my hands, and I know I will be going back to read that one again. But now I am listening to Abigail Thomas's What Comes Next and How to Like It. It's just wonderful wonderful writing. And I think if you give Abigail Thomas a try, you'll find that you have made a new friend too. Do you want to guess what mine is? Food. Food. (laughs) So this one is a chocolate bourbon You got to get your head out of the pantry, lady. (laughs) I love cooking. 
I, it, I chocolate bourbon pecan pie. It's delicious. Ooh, oh, not man. healthy, and it's not healthy. See? Oh, good. You can have some yeah. fun with this one. Yeah. So I'll include the link to the particular recipe I found, but we did make it, and it was delicious. Oh, it sounds delicious and very indulgent. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. We really appreciate it. And remember, we are here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. Thank you.